Hi, welcome to Overthinking Entrepreneur. I'm Megan, and I've had a successful online business for a few years now, and I think I overthought probably about 90% of my decisions along the way. Honestly, I just overthought whether I should say 90% or pretty much every decision in this intro. So if you find that relatable, you are definitely in the right place. In this podcast, I will help you get out of overthinking and into action so that your online business can finally start growing. Do you ever find yourself getting really overwhelmed with all the things that you could and should be doing for your business, especially when it comes to all of the platforms and the places that you show up and the strategies that you use to grow your business? I'm going to guess yes, because number one, if you're here, you're probably an overthinker, which means you overthink nearly every decision. And these are some pretty big decisions when it comes to your business, so it's reasonable to overthink them. And also because I feel like everywhere I turn, I'm getting inundated with someone telling me that this is the secret. This is the thing that I need to be doing. And I'm sure a lot of this has to do with the way that my own newsfeed has been curated, depending on the groups that I participate in and the things that I've searched and the things that I talk about. And I totally get that. But I feel like now more than ever, there are so many people trying to tell you this platform is the secret or you have to be doing it this way or you have to be on Reels, you have to be on TikTok or you absolutely must have a text list or you need a chatbot or all of these things. And it just feels even more than ever like I'm getting hit with these messages all the time. And I think I'm probably a little bit more aware of them right now just to be completely transparent with you because I was feeling a little bit, I don't want to say lost in my business, but I've just been really thinking a lot lately about the big picture and where I want my business to go and how can I expand? And I'm feeling ready to take on some new things. And I settled on this podcast as my first new thing. We'll see what else, um, you know, I, I end up settling on. But I, I've just been feeling like I'm ready to try out some new things. And when I started looking around, I got really overwhelmed because Everyone is saying that their way is the way, right? Everyone is saying you need to do this. Oh, digital products are all the rage. No, courses are all the rage. No, you need to do this. No, you need more free content. No, you need one of these little $9 memberships that everyone's doing these days. Now, no, you shouldn't do that. You should do this. And it's enough to make your head spin. And when you're already predisposed to overthinking, it's a lot, right? And there's this feeling of I need to do it right. I need to make the right decision. And then it gets really overwhelming. So I want to talk to you about my approach to this, the advice that I give my clients, and the advice that I ended up giving myself so that hopefully you can apply that same advice to yourself. And that advice is find your thing and do the crap out of it. And this came from a Facebook post that I made probably two to three years ago at this point. I was talking to a lot of people And at this stage in my business, my only platforms were my Facebook profile and my Facebook group. I built my entire business just going live on my profile and then building my Facebook group. And that was it. And to this day, those are still my two biggest platforms. I now have this podcast. I focus more on my email list. I am expanding more now. But for the first few years of my business, I was able to build my audience, build a really substantial income and go all in on my business using just my Facebook profile and my Facebook group. And I was having all of these people talking to me about, oh, I feel like I need to get on Instagram, but I just don't like it. Or, oh, I feel like I need to do this. And there was always that but. And don't get me wrong. I am not opposed to branching out to more platforms. 
when it's the right time and for the right reasons. I think that as long as you truly have the capacity to take on another platform and do it well, and you feel ready and you've made this decision from a place of this is what I want to do and I'm really excited about this platform and not, oh gosh, people have scared me into thinking I have to be here, I'm going to miss out. That's great. I am all for expanding onto new platforms and new ways to reach new people and evolving with your business. And as people and platforms evolve, your business is always going to have to evolve. So it's not so much the idea of picking your one thing and that's what you're going to do forever and ever and ever. But I think that I was hearing so many people feeling like they had to be somewhere else and they didn't want to be, but they felt like they had to be. And that's what kind of inspired the posts that I made where I was just talking about how you don't have to do that. You don't have to be all the places. You don't have to do all the things. You really just have to find your thing and then do the crap out of it. And people thought it was funny and it sort of caught on. We did we did a few things in my membership with that name and made t-shirts and it was a ton of fun. And I actually, just a little side note, considered making that the name of this podcast. And um, I still, I think it would have been a fun choice, but I think Overthinking Entrepreneur is much, much more fitting. But I did still want to incorporate this somehow because yes, it's silly, but the idea behind it still remains really true to these days. And has been a big part of the success of my business and a lot of the successful people that I'm aware of. And the flip side of it has kept a lot of people stuck. And so I think it's really important to talk about. So getting caught up in what you think that you could and or should be doing is so easy. When you have an online business, especially with your phone in your pocket, your laptop right next to you, you pretty much could be working all the time other than, you know, when you're sleeping or if you have, you know, obviously it depends on the other responsibilities in your life, but there's almost always more that you could be doing. And especially if what you're doing isn't working the way that you hope that it is. And then you see someone else and you say, oh, well, this person that I know is killing it over on Pinterest or, oh, this person just told me that they're crushing it on LinkedIn. Or, you know, we hear what's working for other people and what we've been doing isn't working for us. And so we think, well, maybe I should be doing that. If it's working for them, maybe it'll work for me. And maybe it would, but there's a really good chance that it wouldn't. Just because something works for another person does not mean that it's going to work for you. And I want you to keep that in mind because this took me a long time to learn in my own business, feeling like, oh, this is what so-and-so is doing and it works for them. I'm going to try it and wait why isn't it working for me? (laughs) And it's because there's so many factors that contribute. It has to feel aligned with your personality. One of my very first business mentors back in my network marketing days, she had a very direct personality, very different from my own. I am so non-confrontational that it hurts sometimes. And she was not that way. And so she was talking to me about what to say if someone says, oh, is this business a pyramid scheme? And her approach was one that was very direct and had humor laced into it. And it worked wonderfully for her. And so what she told me that I should do is if someone says, wait, is this a pyramid scheme that I should say, no, is that what you're looking for? Because if it is, then I can't help you. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll try that. You know what you're doing. She was very successful. So I was like, okay, I'll try this out and see. It went terribly for me. And it's because it does not fit with my personality whatsoever. It was very off-putting. The person when we the conversation before and after 
was all me and the way that I speak and the way that I talk to people. And then when I tried to throw this thing in that did not fit with my personality, the other person was like, oh, um, I don't I don't I don't know. Like it just it just did not work the way that it worked for her. And this is true with wordings like that. This is true with content types. This is true with platforms. This is true with pretty much every aspect of your business. And a big part of the reason why I'm so against the one size fits all idea, because it depends on so many factors. It depends on your personality. It depends on the way that you have built your brand and what people think they know about you. It depends on who you're trying to reach and what they like. There's so many different ways that you can accomplish the same thing. And you have to figure out what's going to work best for you and not necessarily what works best for someone else. Ever wish that you could just hit the reset button on your business? Maybe you've gotten a little bit off track or you just know that it's time for that fresh start. We just wrapped up a business reset inside of my membership and it went so well that I have decided to turn it into a full-blown program. So it's gonna come with video trainings, a workbook, some other PDF resources from my shop. It's gonna take me a little bit of time to get that ready, but that is beneficial for you because this week only, you can grab it on a pre-sale price inside my shop. You will automatically get the workbook and the other PDF resources and then as soon as I have the trainings ready, they will be loaded into your portal. You'll get instant access to them. So if you know that this is something that you need, we cover goal setting and planning, mindset around your business, creating those action steps of what you're going to do to move your business forward, and then how to create a plan and a schedule so that you actually implement what it is that you've worked on. It's a complete reset to kind of give you that fresh start that you need for your business. So you have this week only to grab it at that pre-sale price. So if you get caught up in what you think that you could or should be doing for whatever reason, whether you're seeing Facebook ads out the wazoo in your newsfeed like I am, whether you're having someone tell you this is working for me, you should try it, whether you're just feeling that more is better, then I just want to bring to your attention basically three different things are going to happen. If you let yourself get caught up in all the coulds and shoulds, you're either going to, number one, become paralyzed with indecision. You're going to be so confused and overwhelmed with which thing to try that you're going to try nothing. And this will keep you stuck because you've done nothing, right? We've been talking in this podcast so far about how action is what's going to create those results. And a lot of times we get stuck because we want to make the right decision. But In the process of trying to make the right decision, you end up making no decision and taking no action and you get no results. So actually making the quote unquote wrong decision, and a lot of times there really is not a wrong decision in your business. Some situations there are, but even if you made the wrong decision, at least you moved forward and you can learn from it and you can take what happened and use that to move forward with your next steps instead of just being paralyzed and doing nothing because you're trying to make the right decision. So it's one of those things that is done with good intentions. You're telling yourself, well, I just want to make the right decision. I don't want to mess up. I don't want to do this wrong. But then you do nothing and it ends up not working or taking so much longer than it would have if you had just tried something. So you can end up paralyzed with that indecision or you can end up burning out by taking on way too many things. And actually this past week, I started to feel myself on the very edge of burnout. I was not 
burnt out, but I could tell that if I kept going at the pace that I was going, I was going to become burnt out. I had a lot on my plate. Getting this podcast launched was a big undertaking. At the same time, we were doing this really big business reset inside of my membership. And I had a lot going on. I also have a toddler. He was sick. I was sick. There was a lot happening there. And I could just feel myself. Oh, and I also was getting ready to participate in my first bundle. I knew there was something else. So it was a lot of new things and a lot of things that required a lot of upfront work that now I can keep going easier. But there were a lot of things that needed to be done all at once. And I had a lot of late nights and a lot of long hours working And I could just feel that I was a little bit creatively tapped out and that if I kept going, I was going to enter that burnout phase. And I did not want that. So I recognized it in myself and I said, okay, I need to pull back. And I did not do as much as I planned initially to do in the second half of last week. But now today I'm feeling really ready to go again. So if you try and do too many things, you will burn yourself out. And burnout is hard to come back from. It's not that you can't. You absolutely can, but it's hard. I would much rather you not push yourself to that place of burnout and then try and figure out how to come back from it. So that's a risk that you run if you're trying to just take on way too many things. Or the other thing that happens is you're trying to do way too many things and you're not doing any of them effectively and none of them actually go anywhere. So you kind of get stuck on this hamster wheel and you're like, I'm so frustrated. My business isn't working. Like social media doesn't work for me. I don't know what the problem is. And that's not actually what's going on. What's actually going on is that you're trying to do your Facebook profile and your Facebook group and your Instagram and you're also on TikTok and you're also trying to start your text message list and all of these things you're trying to start all at the same time. Each of these things is a pretty big undertaking on its own. And so when you try and do all of these different things at once, none of them is getting the attention that it needs to actually start to see growth. So you're trying to do all of these things and you end up just kind of on this hamster wheel of like, I'm so frustrated. I've tried everything and none of it works. And sometimes that's the problem. You've tried everything, but you haven't given any one thing the care and the time and the love and the effort that it takes to actually start to see results with it. And this is why I see so many people get frustrated, especially overthinkers, because you're trying so hard to do all the things and be all the places, and then you overthink which platforms you should even take on, and then you overthink which type of content you should put onto each one, and you're just constantly making yourself exhausted. If making decisions is hard for you and you are approaching your business, setting yourself up to make a million decisions a day, your business is going to feel really hard and really exhausting and really draining. And when you're always trying to take on new things and always trying to do all of these different things, you're kind of setting yourself up to feel really frustrated and drained all the time. And none of the things are actually going to go anywhere. So I would much rather you do less, but do it well. Shift that mindset. Instead of thinking more is better, more can be better, but it's not more platforms and more things and more ideas and more different things. What I want you to do instead is find the things that you like doing and work for you and do more of those. Do the crap out of those things. Instead of always trying new, 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 more, 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 different, 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 and always feeling exhausted and always feeling like you don't know what you're doing, find the things that come naturally to you and really lean into those and do more of that because that's what's actually going to bring the results into your business. So some of my tips for how do you actually do this, because I know it's easier said than done, right? You might be saying, yeah, 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 this all makes sense. I hear you. How do I actually do that? (laughs) So how you do that, first of all, lean into your strengths. I had my mind blown. I think I was at a 
in-person conference years ago when I first heard this, but I wish that I could show you my hands right now as a visual <laughs> because I feel like it makes it click a little bit better. But think about something that you are naturally good at versus something that you are just naturally bad at. So for me, okay, I am naturally good at talking to people. That's always come pretty naturally to me. It can be draining. I'm introverted, but I've always been pretty good at talking to people, making leaving a good impression on people. Something that I am not good at is singing. I have a terrible singing voice. I wish that I had a better singing voice, but I just do not. So what a lot of us think that we should do is tackle our weaknesses, work on the things that we're not good at. And I know I chose just kind of some random examples here, and you can use this within your business as well. Um, But when it comes to singing, could I take lessons? Could I practice? Could I improve my singing ability? Yes, I absolutely could. I totally recognize that I'm saying with no training whatsoever that I'm a terrible singer and that I could become a better singer. But could I ever become an amazing singer? No, I just don't have the raw talent. I could work and work and work and work and still be just probably a pretty mediocre singer and feel a little bit frustrated because I put in so much effort and I'm still not very good at it. Or... I could lean into my strengths, lean into the things that I'm good at, take something that I already am good at to begin with, like talking to people, and learn more about that. Pour my time and effort and energy into learning how to become even better at talking to people. And now I have a whole business where I talk to people. It started with Facebook Lives. It has grown. I still do Facebook Lives. I do a lot of reels now. And now I'm expanding into this podcast where it feels even more intimately like I get to just be talking to you. Because talking to people is something that has naturally come to me and something that I'm naturally fairly gifted at. Same with writing. When I found those things in my business that I was naturally good at, I leaned more into those. Instead of working on my weaknesses, and in the beginning, I did work on my weaknesses. That's what I thought I needed to do. I would say, okay, I'm pretty good at this stuff. I'm pretty good at the content creation piece, but I'm not really good at in-person networking. So I tried to push myself early on to like approach strangers in the grocery store and tell them about my business. And I absolutely hated it. I was not good at it. It was painful. It was uncomfortable, but it was something that I knew worked for other people and I knew it was a weakness of mine. And so I tried to learn what they were doing and make it work for me. Spoiler alert, it never worked. Could I have kept going and become okay at it? Yeah, I probably could have. I I don't want the message of this podcast episode to be like, well, don't even bother trying to get better at something that you're not great at from the start. That is not what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> Hear me, like I, I totally think that you should work on improving your skills, especially the skills that are necessary to the way that you want to grow your business. But a lot of us think that we're supposed to lean into our weaknesses and figure out how to improve those. And let's say when you start out with a weakness, let's say you're like 20% good at it out of 100% being the best that you could possibly be. You could work and work and work and get up to maybe like 40%. What about something that you're naturally good at? Let's say you are at about 50% just with your natural gifts because it's something that comes easily to you and your personality and your life experiences. If you work really hard on that, you could get up to maybe like 80%. So do you see how with the same effort, you could either have the end result of a skill that's at 40% or a skill that's at 80%. Leaning into that skill that you could get to 80% is going to serve you and your business in the long term 
a lot more than trying to work on the things that you hate and you're not good at. Now, there are certain things in our business that we don't like doing, but they have to get done. Either you have to figure out how to make it work for you or you have to hire someone, outsource in some way so that someone else can do it for you. There's certain things that just have to be done no matter what. But there's a lot of things that don't have to happen any certain way. You have to connect with new people. You have to grow an audience. You have to have new leads coming into your business. How you do that, there's a million ways that you can do that. So figuring out what are the ways that work for you, that you enjoy doing, and then leaning in and getting better at those things will serve you so much more in the long term. So I hope you may have heard me talk about this or you may have heard someone else talk about this. This is not an original concept of mine. But if you haven't, I hope I just blew your mind the way that this blew my mind when I first heard it because it was like a complete game changer for me. And after I heard this is when I started going all in on my live video content because that's what I loved doing. That's what I was good at, and that's what worked for me. And when I started, I wasn't as good as I am now. You know, I had that natural gift, but I worked at it, and I worked and I worked, and I practiced. And I'm certainly not the best (laughs) to this day, and I'll never pretend to be the best, but I'm pretty darn good at it. And I feel very comfortable doing it because I leaned into something that came naturally to me and developed that skill even further. Okay, I feel like I'm just kind of harping on the same concept over and over again, but I really hope that it if you needed to hear this, that it's connecting with you because I needed to hear it big time. The next thing that I think you need to work on is how to ignore that fear of missing out. It's really easy to have this feeling of, well, people are having a lot of success over there. And if I don't do that too, then I might miss out on that potential growth. And I get it. I've had this same feeling. And are there times where I've missed out on potential growth? Yes, there are. But If you get hung up on that, if you get hung up on the idea of like, oh, I'm missing out if I don't try that, you're setting yourself up for a life of what ifs and never feeling like you've done enough and questioning yourself. And basically, you're setting yourself up to make yourself miserable. You just are. Trust me, okay? (laughs) We don't want to do that. So, and again, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier. The idea needs to be I want to do this platform because I'm genuinely excited about this platform and I think that it's a good fit for me and my people, not I'm afraid I'm going to miss out if I don't. That is never a good reason to make a business decision. You need to lean into the things that feel right, that feel exciting, that feel fun, that feel a little bit scary but in a good way, but not the things that you're just afraid that you might miss out on if you don't do because that's going to take you away from the things that you actually want to be doing And it all works. Here's the secret to business, okay? It all works. Maybe not every single idea. I I guess I shouldn't say all, but all of these strategies, the reason why you're seeing people selling you and talking about all these different platforms and all these different strategies is because they've all worked. They all work for them. Everything can work if you make it work, but you have to pick something and then you have to make it work. And if you're constantly saying, okay, I've settled, I'm going to really lean into my Facebook group. But then you see someone say, well, I don't know, TikTok's pretty great. And you say, oh, should I be doing TikTok? And you're just constantly kind of second guessing yourself. You're not going to show up and make the kind of moves that it's going to take to see the results that you want. Your consistency, your passion, your excitement, your follow through, it's not going to be there when you're constantly second guessing yourself. And if you're always bouncing from thing to thing to thing, and then saying social media doesn't work for you. No, 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 no. It's not working because you're bouncing from thing to thing to thing. You have to pick something and you have to stick with it. 
when I started going live, I went live for about six months before I saw any real tangible results. And before that, I had interest. I had growth. It's not that nothing came of it for six months, but it was a solid six months before I really felt like I was reaping the benefits of the hard work that I put in with my live videos. So I need you to have that same mindset. And I don't want you to get stuck on the six months. That's how long it took me at that time with that tool. It's There's so many factors that go into it and it's always changing. But I do want you to have the mindset of this is my thing. This is the way that I want to grow my business and I need to make it work. I think it's easy to have in your head that you just haven't found the right thing yet and that's why it's not working. And that is a possibility. If you haven't found the thing that you love and could see yourself doing over and over and over again, maybe you haven't found your thing. And sometimes you need to just keep looking and keep trying new things until you can find your thing. But if you're just feeling like nothing works for you and you've tried it all, that particular phrasing, I've tried everything and nothing works, usually says to me, that you've tried a million things, you haven't given any of them the actual time and effort that it would take to make them work. And now you're just throwing your hands up and and this mindset of like, I just have to find the magical thing and then it will work. I just have to find that one magical perfect thing. And then all of a sudden the, the clouds will part and the birds will sing and my business will explode. It doesn't work that way. Okay, you have to pick the thing, find the thing that you like doing, and then you have to make it work. So if you're still looking for the magical thing that's suddenly going to make you successful, please stop. Please find your thing that you like doing and start doing the crap out of it so that it can start working, okay? (laughs) So once you find your thing, what you need to do is get it in front of more people. And there's a lot of different ways that can look depending on what your thing is. This might mean expanding to different platforms where you can really lean into what you like doing. So for me, for example... I really like doing video content and I'm also finding I really enjoy audio content. I wasn't quite sure. I really thought I was going to like podcasting, but you know, you never quite know, but I'm really enjoying sitting here in my little closet office talking to my microphone with you all. But I knew that I liked content where I could speak and explain and teach. I knew that was something that I was good at, that it came naturally to me. And then I worked really hard to develop my skill further. I have made so many mistakes. I have taken so many courses and watched so many trainings and learned so many things and messed up in so many ways that I have a lot that I can share with you now. And instead of doing more Facebook Lives, especially as the Facebook algorithm is changing and live video is not prioritized as much as the way that it used to, I started thinking, how can I take what I love doing and do the crap out of it in slightly different ways? So that has looked more like learning to use reels. And reels are tough for me because I'm long-winded. <laughs> I'm 25 minutes into this episode already. I have a lot to say and I like I don't like feeling rushed. I like feeling like I can fully explain what I want to say so that it connects with you. But I said, you know what? Being on camera, talking to the camera, teaching, giving you mindset shifts, giving you those light bulb moments, those are the things that I really enjoy doing and come naturally to me. So I figured out how can I start creating reels that are a little bit different but work for me? And then I said, okay, what else can I do? How can I take my same skill, being able to explain and teach and help give you those light bulb moments, what else can I do? And I realized a podcast was something that I was really intrigued in doing. So do you see how I've taken my one really great skill that I've been doing the crap out of for years and instead of saying I need to 
drop everything and do something different, how can I expand it and keep expanding what I'm good at and my thing and what I love doing, but expand it in different ways to get it in front of more people? Because that's what most of you are missing is the more people aspect, not the more content, not the more stuff, not the more, you know, whatever it is that you are thinking that you need to create and do more of, unless you're not consistent. If you're not consistent, then yes, you do need more content. You do need, you know, you do need to show up more consistently. But instead of thinking like, okay, I need to post a million times a day, I want you to start thinking about how can I get what I'm doing in front of more people? Because that's what it really comes down to. And kind of the secret of success is more people. Okay. (laughs) So how can you find your thing and get it in front of more people? So I hope that this has given you a lot to think about today and maybe shifted your mindset a little bit because like I said, I understand and I've been there and I think everyone struggles with this to some extent in their business. But I think those of us who identify as overthinkers struggle with this even more. And like we've been talking about, it comes from that place of caring. It comes from that place of wanting to do the right thing, wanting to make the right decisions for your business and be able to help more people. But you have to stop looking at what other people are doing and be honest with yourself about what comes naturally to you. What are your gifts? What are the skills? Even you can think about some past jobs that you've had or even past times in school. What are those things that people have complimented you on? What did your past employers say that you were really good at if you received like a job review or even what did I just saw someone talking about parent teacher conferences today. What did your teachers tell your parents about your natural gifts and the things that you are really good at? I had a kindergarten teacher tell my mom that I was a quiet leader and it was really interesting and I think it's still true to these days to this day because I do feel like I have a lot of leadership skills, but I'm not that person in a crowded room who's going to be like, all right, everyone, listen to me. Here's what we're like. I'm not that like take charge personality. She said, what I do is I just make my own decision, even if it's not what the rest of the class was doing. And then people would see what I was doing and decide on their own to follow me without me saying, hey, you have to start doing. And it's so interesting because that is has been very paralleled in my business to this day. I'm not out here saying, hey, everyone, you got to listen to me. I'm the best. Come follow me. I'm just kind of doing my own thing and letting the people that want to follow me make that same decision. So thinking back on your strengths outside of your business, even thinking about those natural gifts that you have, what are the things that come naturally to you? And when it comes to your business, what are your favorite parts? A lot of times your favorite parts are going to be your strengths because I don't know about you, but my favorite things aren't usually the things that I'm not very good at. <laughs> that that comes from being that former, you know, gifted kid. I see a lot of memes about this these days. If any of you were that gifted kid who was in the gifted program and, you know, <laughs> and now as an adult, you don't like to do things that you aren't very good at right away. Yep, I understand. <laughs> I'm right there with you. But a lot of times the favorite parts of your business are your favorite parts for a reason. And maybe you need to find someone to have a conversation about this with if you're struggling to identify what your gifts are and what your strengths are, or maybe you just need to try some new things. If you're listening to me talk and you're saying, this all sounds great, but I don't even know what my thing is. How am I supposed to do the crap out of it when I don't even know what it is? Then it might be time to try some new things. This also might be a time to invest in some mentorship. Find someone who can help guide you there so that you don't have to do it all on your own. But you can also totally do this on your own and just start experimenting. Just start thinking about like what does interest me? Do I want to do video content? Do I like to write? 
Do I really like taking photos? What are the things that I like doing when it comes to building my business that I could lean more into? And then figuring out how you can do more of that because that's what's going to bring you the results. So find your thing and do the crap out of it, okay? (laughs) Your action step for this episode is to go create one piece of content that is your thing. The place that you thrive, where you feel like you show up the best as your most authentic and truest self, that's the most fun type of content for you to create. And then I also have a second bonus action step. I almost made this just the number one action step, but it might not apply to all of you, although I suspect it probably does apply to all of you, but just in case it doesn't. So pick one one thing that's kind of on your could, should list. So what I mean by this is kind of that list in the back of your mind. It might even be a list that you've written out. I don't, who knows, but it's probably just a mental list of those things that you always wonder, I could be doing this, maybe I should be doing this, all those things that really kind of get in there and get in your head and make you question if you're doing things right. I want you to pick one thing from that could, should list and release it. And I want you to ask yourself, is this on my list because I truly want to do this, because I am excited and I want to learn about this and I want to try it? Or is this on my could, should list because it's working for someone else or someone told me that it should be there? And so if it's coming from you, if it's internal, then you can leave it on your list. But I want you to shift to that mindset like we talked about in a previous episode of I can still do this, maybe just not right now. Maybe now is not the right time because I need to focus on doing the crap out of my thing. And once I have that nailed down, then maybe I'll tackle something else on my could, should list. But if it's there purely because it's working for someone else or you think that it should be, I want you to let that go, okay? Focus on finding your thing. And it's going to be the thing that you love and the thing that brings results. When you have both of those two factors together, when you can say, okay, For me, I started to notice if I go live, I love it. I have so much fun. Like that's one of the things I look forward to doing for my business. And I started to notice when I go live, I get new customers. And so that was when it started to really click for me. Like, hey, I think this might be my thing. I think that being on camera or being able to use my voice and explain and teach things, I think this is my thing. And that's when I started to lean into it more and more and more and more. And it built my entire successful business. So find your thing and do the crap out of it. I hope this episode inspires you to go take action on something you have been overthinking. As much as I wish you could, you cannot think your way to success. So promise me you're going to go take some action today. Head over to overthinkingentrepreneur.com to find all the cool stuff I've made for you over the years, like my free guide to getting more social media engagement and my Facebook group, Dynamite Entrepreneurs, which has a free course on social media basics.